This video is dedicated by the Huberfeld family in memory of Pinchas and Ray Huberfeld. Alehem Shalom. Hello and welcome to Jewish History in Dafyomi. We have had on many occasions the opportunity to speak about Rebbe Akiva, but one of the most fascinating and maybe troubling aspects of his biography is late in life he was a big supporter of Bar Kokhba and in fact argued that he may in fact even have been Mashiach. At one point, there's a really remarkable passage in Yerushalmi Talmud in Tainus 4.8 where Rabbi Akiva refers to Bar Kokhba, who, by the way, was this second century rebel who led a remarkable uprising against the Romans. It's sometimes called the Second Roman-Jewish War because here it is just 60-odd years after the First Roman-Jewish War and he was able to with much more success than the original rebels, bring together a wide group of Jews and to organize a very effective guerrilla campaign against a far larger army. In order to, to contain Bar Kokhba, the Emperor Hadrian had to bring legions from all over the Eastern Mediterranean and even as far away as England. He had to bring people from Britain, Julius, uh, Severus, one of the great generals, and his legion all the way to Israel to try and put down this revolt, which was primarily centered in Judea. At any rate, it, it ended badly. The, the Bar Kokhba rebels were overwhelmed, and at Betar, Bar Kokhba himself was killed. That's why we say that one paragraph in benching, Atova Metiv, because the Romans were so angry over the abuse that they had taken from the Jewish guerrilla warfare that they uh, refused to allow people to bury the soldiers of Bar Kokhba, and only uh, after some time did they allow that, and that's when the rabbis instituted the uh, Hatova Metiv. There were miracles associated with this and so on. At any rate, uh, Rebbe Akiva, when he once referenced uh, Bar Kokhba as the Messiah, which is something that's more complicated, you know, like there's a political Mashiach that will bring Israel to a different stage of political authority and it, how does that relate to the idea of Tchias Amesim? Not for our discussion today. At any rate, one of his colleagues, Rabbi Yochran ben Torta, says to him in this Gemara in, in Tainus, Gemara Yerushalmi, Akiva, grass will grow in your cheeks, and the son of David will still not have come. Right? Really powerful statement. Meaning, uh, Rabbi Akiva, you're supporting this guy, but he is not Mashiach. And in fact, that's the way it worked out that uh, Rabbi Akiva passed away. And, well, it passed away. He was killed brutally by the Romans. He had his flesh torn off his body with iron rakes. Uh, and there's also an interesting question about how did Rabbi Akiva lose 24,000 students, which is, of course, the basis for our Sephira observances in the middle of the summer, a period of semi-mourning for several weeks, how did he lose 24,000 students? The Gemara in Yavamo says it was Askara, which is basically diphtheria, right, like some kind of disease. And there's a discussion of how perhaps that disease was brought on because they didn't show kavod to each other and so on. But it's interesting that Rabbi Shrira Gaon, the... Uh, the great historian of uh, the uh, Babylonian yeshivas, writing several centuries right later, he didn't use the word askarat to describe the reason for their deaths. He uh, ascribed it to persecution, which implies that maybe there was some kind of like military 
force involved. And it wouldn't be surprising to imagine that Rabbi Akiva's students would have supported their Rebbe and supported Bar Kokhba in turn, and that's they, they may have con constituted a significant part of Bar Kokhba's forces. Fascinating to think about these things, so much more than we can say in a couple of minutes, but I hope this illuminated your daf, and I wish you atzlacha in your learning.